Last night's State of the Union speech, the first for President Trump, added to a long and somewhat predictable tradition. Listeners heard soaring rhetoric from and frequent applause for the president. Viewers saw members from the opposite party looking sour-faced, many refusing to applaud. The speech lasted nearly an hour and a half, if you include the applause. And we heard a few nuggets of interest to federal employees. The president cited Americans who'd done extraordinary things in the past year. They included Coast Guard Petty Officer Ashley Leppert. We heard tales of Americans like Coast Guard Petty Officer Ashley Leppert, who is here tonight in the gallery with Melania. (laughs) Ashley was aboard one of the first helicopters on the scene in Houston during the Hurricane Harvey. Through 18 hours of wind and rain, Ashley braved live power lines and deep water to help save more than 40 lives. Ashley, we all thank you. The president also highlighted one group of employees, federal and local, who responded to a crisis just outside the Capitol, namely last summer's shooting of Representative Steve Scalise. We're incredibly grateful for the heroic efforts of the Capitol Police officers, the Alexandria Police and the doctors, nurses, and paramedics who saved his life and the lives of many others, some in this room. Also early in the speech, President Trump called for greater flexibility for managing the federal workforce, both to reward and also to remove. Tonight, I call on Congress to empower every cabinet secretary with the authority to reward good workers and to remove federal employees who undermine the public trust or fail the American people. He also touted greater efficiency of the FDA. Exciting progress is happening every single day. To speed access to breakthrough cures and affordable generic drugs, last year, the FDA approved more new and generic drugs and medical devices than ever before in our country's history. The president also cited what he called historic progress in rolling back regulation. We have eliminated more regulations in our first year than any administration in the history of our country. As many people expected, the president also had a lot to say about immigration. He emphasized the not-so-desirable elements among those coming to the United States illegally. Tonight I am calling on Congress to finally close the deadly loopholes that have allowed MS-13 and other criminal gangs to break into our country. He also called on Congress to support one group of federal employees on the front lines of defending the borders. We have proposed new legislation that will fix our immigration laws and support our ICE and Border Patrol agents. These are great people. These are great, great people that work so hard in the midst of such danger. The president called out one agent by name. Here tonight is one leader in the effort to defend our country. Homeland Security Investigation Special Agent Celestino Martinez. He goes by DJ and CJ. He said, call me either one. So we'll call you CJ. Sir, 15 years in the Air Force before becoming an ICE agent, and spending the last 15 years fighting gang violence and getting dangerous criminals off of our streets. Tough job. At one point, MS-13 leaders ordered CJ's murder, and they wanted it to happen quickly. 
But he did not cave to threats or to fear. Last May, he commanded an operation to track down gang members on Long Island. His team has arrested nearly 400, including more than 220 MS-13 gang members. All presidents discuss military funding and readiness in State of the Union speeches. President Trump was unequivocal in his proposed approach to defense spending. Around the world, we face rogue regimes, terrorist groups, and rivals like China and Russia that challenge our interests, our economy, and our values. In confronting these horrible dangers, we know that weakness is the surest path to conflict, and unmatched power is the surest means to our true and great defense. For this reason, I am asking Congress to end the dangerous defense sequester and fully fund our great military. And the president spoke in some detail about the nation's nuclear posture, given the year of anxiety over North Korea's progress to becoming a nuclear power. We must modernize and rebuild our nuclear arsenal, hopefully never having to use it, but making it so strong and so powerful that it will deter any acts of aggression by any other nation or anyone else. President Trump also drew a sharp contrast to his predecessor's policy of containing ISIS by touting what he called a U.S.-led victory over that group. Last year, I also pledged that we would work with our allies to extinguish ISIS from the face of the earth. One year later, I am proud to report that the coalition to defeat ISIS has liberated very close to 100% of the territory just recently held by these killers in Iraq and in Syria and in other locations as well. Individual members of the military also made it into the State of the Union cited for their heroic actions. Army Staff Sergeant Justin Peck is here tonight. Near Raqqa, last November... Justin and his comrade, Chief Petty Officer, Kenton Stacy, were on a mission to clear buildings that ISIS had rigged with explosive so that civilians could return to that city, hopefully soon and hopefully safely. Clearing the second floor of a vital hospital, Kenton Stacy was severely wounded by an explosion. Immediately, Justin bounded into the booby-trapped and unbelievably dangerous and unsafe building and found Kenton, but in very, very bad shape. Tonight, Kenton is recovering in Texas. Raqqa is liberated, and Justin is wearing his new bronze star with a V for valor. Early in the speech, the president discussed veterans, veterans affairs, and a major piece of bipartisan legislation concerning the Veterans Affairs Department. He didn't spell out the complicated choice program in detail, but it's significant that a reference to it was made into the speech's final cut. And we are serving our brave veterans, including giving our veterans choice in their health care decisions. 
President Trump also discussed the VA and its processes in what, for a State of the Union speech, was a lot of detail. Last year, Congress also passed and I signed the landmark VA Accountability Act. Since its passage, my administration has already removed more than 1,500 VA employees who failed to give our veterans the care they deserve. And we are hiring talented people who love our vets as much as we do. New legislation to establish a version two of the Veterans Choice Program is pending in Congress right now. It might be one of the few areas where the president and members of Congress on both sides of the aisle agree in the second half of the 115th Congress. Tom Temin, FederalNewsRadio.com and 1500 AM.